should you decide to accept it. TikToks is uh, Home Inspector TikTok. Yeah. Oh man, those yeah. are so much fun. There was one where a guy he turned on the hot tap because I guess that's one of the things that you check is like is to make sure that it's actually hooked up and running and everything. Oh, and this hot tap and love. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he pointed. I don't know if we got that on the mic. <laughs> he, pointed his, he pointed his laser thermometer at the thing and he was like, "That can't be right." So he went and got an imager. And the water was coming out of the tap at like 170 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh my <laughs> and it was like it was so hot that he turned the water off, and the and the porcelain bowl of the sink was still glowing purple. Oh my god! <laughs> like Je on the on the thermal, right? Yeah, not, yeah. not in real yeah, life. Yeah. And Jenny, you say you're not funny. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, yeah, that She's that was pretty, hilarious. That was pretty fucking good. That was pretty goddamn. At good. least once a week, Jenny has, Jenny has a one-liner that has me doubled over. <laughs> it, it's it's you know it, it's you gotta be in the right in the right sort of uh, frame of mind slash audience for it. I feel like, but well, yeah, here and there. Uh, look, hey, we all have our audience. Right. You like, know, by the way, by, by the way, like the thing I told you before we started recording it, I just kind of realized like that was not intended as some sort of brag. No, no, no. Maybe no, no. just like a little, like maybe just like a oh, very yeah. little bit? Sure. Oh. I mean, I feel the same <laughs> way. Let me reframe that entirely. I feel, yeah. Well, I no, feel no. I just, way. I'm just saying like, like, you know, like it's like, you know, when like there's, it falls out of the sky and right. you're just kind of like, right. I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm not working for it. I mean, it. look, it's the prop, it's the proper way to treat it, right? It's because like it's, it's not a thing that like, like you are trying to put things together to make it happen. Like... It, it, it has happened, and you're like, it's just kinda, I can take. You I, also I can didn't step on anyone's neck to do right. it, like yeah. no. And you're and oh, you right, use that, it not. <laughs> you, you use it not just to benefit yourself, but your friends. Right? Well, like, yeah, it, I mean, it, yeah, the, the studio uh, that was a big thing, and that was that was a, that was cool, and, sure. and you know, and, and yeah, and, and you know. And, but but yeah. Anyway, not not intended as like some sort of like you know. Look at did me. not come out. Okay, okay, okay no, cool. I mean, I, I, I'm trying it to be a little more self aware about this. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know the real. Like, I, I only see Jenny like once a year. I got a big timer. Right. <laughs> I mean, I feel, Chris gets a load of it. It's kind of like I understand what you mean because I think yeah. it feels uncomfortable for me. You there know, being like. A lifelong, basically a lifelong student in, in a lot of ways, except for like a chunk of time. It's a and, solid and like decade there. Going like from that to being like, you know, the government now pays me like six figures to like argue with them, which feels wrong. <laughs> it, it doesn't, I mean, I, I work for it's it so and I work hard, but it feels still like that. It feels that's wrong, not, but it's so right. It's like, yeah, I don't, making this much funny shouldn't, shouldn't be so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It, it feels like that shouldn't be a thing I get. Like, I should, like, do that for fun. Yeah. 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 It makes you uncomfortable. And, but, but, like, but also, like, at the same time, like, the one thing, like, the one thing my dad has sort of been willing to talk to me about or pass down advice mm. from recently is just, like, like, you know, like, you can't feel like guilty about when you spend it in a way that's like makes people happy, yeah. you know. And, yeah. You know, it's like you know, that's just like uh, you, that's that's such you like you have to be graceful like about it, right? Yeah. Like, that's the weird dichotomy of like our country's version of capitalism is like everything is structured and like directed towards the accumulation and acquiring of wealth, but then for most people, once that has started to occur. 
there is this like secondary guilt yeah. of like, well, I have this, which means that other people don't. Yeah. But like the people that have always had money don't think that way right. at all. Right. <laughs> so, like you hear, especially now that social media has been around for a while, you hear all these stories of like, man, let me tell you, like I went to Swarthmore right. and one of my roommates was a millionaire or like came from like, you know, stupid wealth. Yeah. They were the person, they were the only person that ever charged me for drinks. You know, yeah, you yeah. hear those stories all yeah. the time. You hear those stories all the time. It's like, man, like we would go out and the only person that would ever send a Venmo request, because like, you know, it comes back around. Yeah. Only person that ever sent a Venmo request was the person that like came from the wealthiest family. Yeah. And it's like, all right, like that mentality definitely lends itself to hoarding wealth. <laughs> but it's also like, it's like the exact opposite of what everybody else feels. Like, I yeah. feel like everybody, once you reach a certain level, like I make far less than what y'all make, you know, I'm a lowly uh, a journalist, but like, even I like, feel like in my largesse you know like, hey. like i don't give a shit like i'll buy my friend's dinner like you know whatever like yeah. i have a little something like let me enjoy it yeah because like so maybe uh, again being very off topic <laughs> I, 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 I feel like this is welcome a cultural to uh planet money this is the new planet money <laughs> well okay oh. i feel like there's a planet cultural... money's tiktok amazing <laughs> it's, you wouldn't think it but it's so good <laughs> I, I, almost, I almost did it wait are you not recording, are you? I am recording. Oh, well, I'm going to say it now. <laughs> I almost did a racism, just like, like almost <laughs> reflexively, uh, you said Planet Money, and I was like, with Jews or men, and I was like, no, you can't say that. <laughs> 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 right, that's at 528. No, I mean, as someone that, like, so I sit, prob- I sit probably somewhere in between you and them, like... I work in the tech field, but I'm a plumber. Like, I am essentially a data plumber. Um, I, you probably get paid less than a plumber, let's be honest. I mean, probably. <laughs> nah, um, I don't think so. I don't know. Plumbers I, get paid a lot. A damn good plumber, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I get paid fine, right? Like, yeah. Aubrey makes a little more than me. She's working on a PhD. Yeah. I have a bachelor's in psychology. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm fortunate. Like, I'm doing better than, like... Previous generations of my family Same. have done. Uh, can, can, can I just interrupt you just very quickly? Yeah, like so I'm like not to not to you know I don't know not to be sincere, but like I'm like super like proud of you. Yeah, and, like all absolutely. the shit you've done and like I mean I'm, I'm, I mean it's like pretty fucking awesome and amazing and like I remember. When we were in that like low spot right. of like fuck, what are we gonna do? Like we gotta grow up and do something. I right? mean, I've, I've I've worked since I was fifteen. Uh, the most time I've had without a job since I was fifteen was two months. Yeah, um, same. yeah. well, and, uh, if you count like going to school, but usually during that time I was worse than. Yeah, yeah I was I was straight up holding a job yeah. while I was doing doing the education thing because I didn't want to put a burden on family members that. Didn't, couldn't afford it, right? Yeah. And like, I didn't have something to draw from that I could like, I don't know, devalue money, right? Like, yeah. th- the thing that I do is I I make sure that like every month there's some fun things that like, I don't worry about the fact that like, sure, I could drop that on some like student debt and make that go away faster or drop that on some like, life recreation debt and make that go away. Do you get PSLF? Because you work for university, so not, you should look into that. I've, I looked into it. Bo- not a federal employee, though. I'm, so you don't have to be. Uh, I, I'll look into it again. Uh, there was a point in the past where I looked into it and it didn't qualify, um, yeah. but but 
Yeah. And you get up. ten years of qualifying payments with a. I think nonprofits generally count. Okay. Are universities nonprofits? Uh, I don't think so. Well, it's well, a state school, right? It, it is a state double school. Double check Both of because them have you been. might. I do. That's my plan. And they and when they started this whole thing during the pandemic, where they're like, you don't have to make payments. I'm like, well, I could still. I, I fortunately I, I, did not lose you know any income during the time. But I was like, but why the fuck would I? Because in ten years, I'm getting you to write this. I off. paid off the last of my student loans like a couple months ago. Nice. Oh, yeah, dude. Long time, long time coming. If I had to pay off all mine, I'd be at it forever. Well, I had to, I had to, you know, with some extra resources, I accelerated sure. that shit. You yeah, know sure. what I mean? But like, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was nice. I was but, gonna say, if the plan was to pay it off, we would make that a priority. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I would be at that forever. So, okay, uh, I'm gonna posit something, and and like, correct me if you don't agree, and maybe Chris even correct me if you don't agree, because I, I wonder sometimes if this is like a cultural thing. And this is my observation, right? Is like a lot of times when I talk to like uh, gringos, just generally, big generalization, mm-hmm. and like you kind of show some sort of generosity or like, no, hey, like I got your drink or whatever, there's like um, a weird sort of like, like, I don't know, people get very nervous and anxious and yeah. feel like they're yeah. in your debt or yep. something like that. And and like, and maybe, again, maybe and maybe it's just privilege and less culture, but like, I've always felt like, like my policy has always been to argue like once. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Like if someone's yeah. like, buy, like, I'll be like, oh, hey, you don't need to do that. And if they're like, no, no, it's, it's all good. I'm like, cool, thank you. Right, and, and I don't like, Especially with my family in Peru, yeah. like I don't ever get that whole thing. There's never like this like endless like I'm going to like oh uh, let me you know let me write down in the ledger like all the <laughs> generosities and I'm going to pay them back like in equivalent, right? Yeah, I, I think I for, think that's very complicated. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. I mean, so because I. I mean, and my family did fine for where we were, right? They yeah. all held down a job. Like, we weren't on any kind of income assistance, unlike a lot of people in our area, right? Like, but there is still that, like, component that's, like, I feel the need to kind of... And it less with people I know well, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you guys, it's right. very much, like, if there's a ledger that will balance itself over time... I mean, of course it'll happen, right? We continue to do <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah. And, and I try and make sure that I'm, like, suggesting some things to, like, spur, like, fun times like this. Yeah. And, like, while doing this, I'm kind of, like, pulling you guys into a thing that maybe I'm paying for. Or we're doing this and that and the third. Like, in my head, there's not, like, a running ledger, but there's definitely, like, a, like a, you need to be actively, like, trying to create this situation that shows like you're not just riding along yeah. right mm-hmm. I, I don't want anyone to ever think like oh Ryan that motherfucker's like a <laughs> cart behind <laughs> but, but, it's like, like, but it's like but it's like like okay right but, I, I feel you and I understand where and, you're coming and, from. And, and what I'm saying is like with you guys there's a long period over time where like maybe there's less this time there'll be more another time I'm not worried about that right but as I'm like meeting new people and establishing these things, I want to make sure that it's a little hard, like, I try a little harder to get that in front because I don't have a long history. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. people are quick to be like, 
motherfucker owes us money at this point, so I think, right? Like, yeah. I think there's a couple different things at play, and one of the biggest things is like the demonization of poverty in our society. For sure. Right? Like, you never want to be perceived as or made to feel like you are mooching or leeching, just like Ryan was saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. even the perception of that is mortifying to anyone who grew up in the United States. Yeah. Um, and then I think another part of it is like on the flip side, like for the wealthy there is a certain level of resentment where you are never sure and it's like you know cry into your champagne glass but like you're never <laughs> you're never sure if the people around you like you for who you are or for what you have right right yeah. and so like there is a dangerous precedent and i'm certain that there's plenty of you know people that come from wealth that have had to learn this the hard way that yeah. like there are people that will take advantage of that yeah. um and so I think it's, you know, it's a very yeah. fine line to, to right. try and yeah, yeah, balance yeah. on. Good, good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, like, my pers my position is always, like, like, don't get it twisted. Like, your money is not a thing that makes me want to hang out with you. <laughs> right? Like, oh, if you've got a ton of money and no personality or taste to offer, oh, no, you can shove it all up your ass. I'm not interested. Yeah, right? no, like, no doubt. And, and if you've got no money, but, like, you bring an intangible to the party, like... I cool. got you. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I need to cool. get you, I got you. Like, I always, right? Like, that's, like, the thing, right? Like, I, we yeah. Got, we, got, <laughs> we got friends that are still doing the job that we managed yeah. to get out of, We got some you know, 15 friends, years but, like, ago. it's all good, right? And like, if it's like, it's hey, gritty. you want right. to come out and hang out? If I got the money to, like, throw you an like, airplane ticket good, to make that happen, let's do it. But it's I all do, good. I do think that's the other aspect of it is, like, there is, unfortunately, just, like, with the way that things are structured and we've all been conditioned, there is the possibility, and it does happen, that like if you, if someone helps you out, like they might hold that over your head for the rest of your life. You know? Yeah, yeah, and that's like that is one of those things. That's that just a trust thing. It's just like you yeah. build that and you grow that. With and trust. one one very specific scenario that makes me wildly uncomfortable is like when we go on vacation with his parents, because like in their eyes, like I'm like one of the kids, and I'm like I'm four, I'm forty years old. I'm an adult. Stop paying <laughs> for my stuff. My parents, it feels weird. My Stop parents do that all stuff. the time. Yeah, yeah. But see, so now. But I'm conditioned to just be like, oh, that's what they do. Yeah. But it's like, I, and, and like, yeah, because I'm sure that I know that they mean well, and they're not. Yeah. But it's like for me, it's like I can't go on a trip and let them pay for everything for me. Yeah. That feels wrong. Yeah, it's the same way when we get to visit Aubrey's parents. Yeah. They're doing fine, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's they're they're not really blinking an eye if right. they're they're paying for multiple meals for Aubrey and I. Mm -hmm. But like, I try and make it a point to like. Snatch that check every now and then. Well, throw the card in. That's that is that is an art form, especially yeah, yeah. like in my Peruvian family. I've watched my uncles and my dad literally wrestle each other for a check. Like, uh, yeah, that's not a thing. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just a, maybe it's just a, like the rest of my family's dead ass broke. Like, <laughs> and like, but but like I I just never like it just never would occur to me to like not pay the check if I'm the person in the right position right. Yeah. to pay the check. It also doesn't occur to me to be like, all right, here's the numbers from everybody. Exactly. If I don't see it by Tuesday, we're not doing this again. Right. Like, that's not how this works. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I mean. I I maybe know. I'm just being, okay, maybe I'm privileged to try and like be uh, living in a more sort of utopian kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. imagine, imagining like something that where it isn't all about ledgers and like, you know, it's like, he, he or she who has, like, you know, provides and like, you know, and it's all like, good, right? Financial anxiety is really real, you know, it's like the yeah. number yeah, two yeah. or number three reason for 
self harm and suicide. You know, like I mean, I've had it's many no joke. sleepless nights. Yeah, I yeah. mean, at least, you know, like again, because where I am is by my own accord. Mm-hmm. I have debt that I have accrued that I am working to pay. That's not just student debt. That's like I have to rebuild a fucking life debt, right? right. Like yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and like. That is a conversation that is the most uncomfortable to have with anybody but me because it is a thing of shame. It yeah. is, and it, it is what it is. There was no other way for me to do it. Right. And I made the choices and it got it done. It got me to the point where now I can deal with it, right? Right. And I don't want somebody to look at it and think like, oh, that was really dumb. Why did you do that but, thing? It's but, like, but the kind of people that would think that or say that are right. just not the people you want to be around in life, right? But well, in they're your, simply lacking context. Yeah. But in your head, right, like, you're aware of all your shortcomings and bad decisions. Absolutely. So, like, in my head, everybody that I would have that conversation has the, like, percentage potential to be that person. And I just never want to broach it. Like, yeah. this is my deal. This yeah. is the thing I... This is the thing I did that got me here. I can pinpoint the bad decisions that were part of it. I can pinpoint the necessities that became part of it. And it's cool. I'll be fine. Like, I'll be fine because, you know, I find a way to make things work. And I will continue to find a way to make things work. Not everybody has that skill. Right. Not everybody can, like, you know, just take care of things. Yeah, that does speak to, like, the cult of self-sufficiency that we kind of uh, all, whether we want to or not, uh, worship at in this country, sure. you know, and it's like they, the whole idea of like. Hold on. Says the person who has no educational debt. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that like you know everybody wants to, wants to be self sufficient. Like I don't bring that up because it's like I'm the odd man out in most conversations. Yeah. And it you know it otherizes me. Not and again crying to my champagne glass. <laughs> but like yeah, like I think like to Ryan's point is what I was saying. Like you know this idea of self sufficiency, like you're. You're working towards fixing what you did and like that is self-sustained like you are yeah. doing it for yourself yeah. like and I think most people at least in this country don't ever want to feel like they need anyone else's help yeah, yeah. but when you feel like 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 uh, f- for me like when I feel like I feel like things are like so desperately broken and like whatever success I've had in life is like I, I don't know um, not exclusively me <laughs> right like it's like like so many other factors so many other pieces that I have no control over I had no say in and and nor did I necessarily deserve one way or the other right so like when you see stuff like that you just feel like like at least for me like and like even when you have the experience of running a business and you get you have to get people paid yeah. right when you have stuff like that um, I take up like a joy like there's a joy that I get and it makes me happy to like you know like if I know like I have a broke ass like friend or whatever that like you know and we want to hang out like I'm happy like it makes me it makes me happy like to be like yo let's get a beer it's on me I got it. it's all good and, and I understand that's a privilege that I get to have but it, it would be lovely if like if the culture was more in the direction of like that also doesn't come with the baggage of like the other person feeling less capable because of it. I know. Or and like, yeah, there's I mean there's like a whole social yeah. language of like 
somebody else could see that as incredibly aggressive, you know? Right. Of like you're you're big time in them basically, you know? Right. It's, yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know. It's like I just try to operate in just like like I don't know, if maybe feigned ignorance. It's just right, like yeah. hey look man, I'm just trying to be kind and like you right, know, if, yeah. if people don't get it, sometimes people don't get it and, and I understand that and you know, that's okay, but like, you know, I'm, I'm, that's not gonna stop me from being kind. Yeah, or well, trying to be kind. And interestingly, <laughs> like going back to your whole idea, your your whole comment about, and I mean, like, it's amazing how congratulations just encapsulates all of this into ten tracks. But uh, <laughs> masterful. <laughs> <laughs> but like going back to your point about privilege, like, and, and going back to what Jenny said, like, it's interesting that like without being um, self-reflective, so many people that have like the kind of privilege that I have, for example, to not have to incur student debt as just one example like a lot of people look at that and they're like yeah i was self-sufficient i didn't have to encourage student debt <laughs> yeah. without realizing that like that's generational you know like that had nothing to do with me yeah. like that was just handed to me but like people internalize that and they're like i'm self-sufficient and it's like that's no <laughs> man like that's not at so, all what happened so one, one one other last like kind of thought around all this stuff right it's like uh you know there's a lot of people from not from the United States, um, and when they come to the United States, right, like they they live together like mm -hmm. multiple generations, yeah. right? So like grandparents, parents, kids, grandkids, etc. Like live together, they sort of spend together, save together, and then um, and then oftentimes like the kids will live in like. An apartment, let's say, that's paid for by, or they will live together, right, and as a way to save money, yeah. right, so that they don't incur debt, so that they're they they can kind of start get a get a start, and it's not so crushingly fucking hard. Yeah. Well, it's like I mean, how many hollers are like a family holler because like right. mom and pop put their house here, and then mom and dad put their house here, yeah, and right. then and like know? and like and like so like to me like the corrosive part of this like self-sufficiency like stuff right is that it's dumb like for me i want my kids to like have like a start where it the, the whole world isn't fucking crushing them and they're alone yeah. like i don't want that for them because that shit sucks and the the, the success outcomes of that in life and the happiness outcomes of that are yeah right so like for me for me like it's just duh. Like of course, of course I'm gonna, of course I'm gonna help my kids. Of course I'm gonna. The success yeah. rate is low, but I will say that like if you are a person who manages to build starting from that low point, like it creates a lot of self sufficiency. It creates a lot of resilience. Lot. There, there's no doubt, and I love and respect, and like I love like the roses out of the concrete, and I love. I love the, you know, like, but starting that shouldn't from be, humble beginnings. But that shouldn't be the default for everyone. Yeah, Certainly right. not. Also, you shouldn't assume that everyone's going to be capable of that. Sure, like, 100% sure. of what what I've managed to do has been fortune and opportunity, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. certainly, like, there are pieces of it that I made happen. Well, you made a lot of it happen. But, but like, right place at the right time has worked out more than once, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like, in terms of the networking job I have now... That was a help desk opportunity through someone who saw I wasn't completely incompetent <laughs> and needed help and came to me directly and said, hey, there's a job. You may not be the most qualified, but you should fucking apply to it because yep. maybe you are the most qualified. Maybe you are going to fit and we can use you. Right. And that's worked. And that job led to, you know, 
coming out to New Mexico and applying to a job where I knew no one there, right. and I was exactly what they were looking for. And that's that's both fortune, not luck. Luck is not luck is not the term I would use. It's fortune, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's being able to like work on yourself in a way that puts you in a position to take advantage of those skills that you've built and being fortunate enough for that to actually occur because it really doesn't occur that much. Like, and I also love how like, you know, my my standard by virtue of growing up where I did, like my benchmark is so low. Like, <laughs> I own my own house. Like yeah. I have a decent job. Yeah. Like and I'm just like I don't work at a chicken factory. Yeah. I don't live in a trailer. Right. Like, all right. Damn. Okay. Hey, but right. like and like listen, how no, low nothing against was, either of those. Was, right, right. Right. Yeah. No, not at all. But I'm saying like but that's a hard life. It's it hard is life. it is a hard life. Yeah. yeah. It, no to do manual labor your whole life until you retire and and I think if you get to retire right. yeah um you know and if you make it out with like all your your hands and toes or fingers yeah. and toes intact you know it's a tough life it's really tough. and I was like you know if you think about like where your expectations are like Chris growing up in Bethesda like his standards are not that low right like his his whole like idea of like you know because if you look around at your what success is yeah, yeah absolutely yeah yeah, I, I, and look, that's I, that's the promise of socialism. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, I just the money, everybody. <laughs> I, I just like, uh, but you know, I think I think you're right. Like the one thing I tell like some of my younger friends, like as as they're starting to get older and have kids and things like that, it's just like, like look, like you made it out. Mm -hmm. You made it out through some really crazy rough shit. And that is fucking awesome. Yeah. Right? Not everyone can. Not everyone can. And not everyone is a shitty, horrible person if because they can. Of it. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, oh, no. So, like, like when how it comes... many people can you think of, like, off the top of your head from our class that you're just like, that person never had the chance? Yeah, yeah. Like, even if they tried really a large, hard. Like, certainly, you know, never. over half that. Well, that's, and that's what's driven so much of, of the choices that I've made. Like, Jenny said, like, I could have gotten into finance, you know? Like, I could have. I could have made so many other choices because I had a lot of chances. I had a lot of opportunities yeah, to yeah, do those things. Yeah. But like, I looked around and I realized that like, I if I had grown up 15 minutes down the street, I would not have had those same opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like that. I don't appreciate the fact that not everyone has the same opportunities that I have, and I don't really see a reason why that is. Yeah. Like <laughs> I want I want every I want everyone to have like the opportunities I had and I want everyone to have like the maximum number of opportunities and like I don't think that's a unrealistic thing mm -hmm. I don't think no. that's like a I think it's a thing we can have if we wanted it the I think level. all of society like think of how much we could all benefit if everyone is able to operate at their fullest potential yeah. had the resources think about what like, I know be. Yeah. I know and the, like, the fact that we're having an argument about whether or not Children should be fed at school. <laughs> they are required to yeah. go for the first 18 years of their life without incurring debt before they are even legally allowed to work. Yeah. Like, that's just like, it's. it makes you feel insane when you say that out loud. And to be fair, we've been having that argument, and I'm against feeding children. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Ryan you know stopped reading after. Right. Ryan well, stopped yeah. reading after he, he yeah. read the legally saddle a child. You can't legally saddle a minor with But the child is still. like Even though they are officially on paper not saddled with the debt, they are saddled with the. That's true. With the impact of the debt because they are not fed and they go hungry. I just wanted to be really clear about that. They don't graduate high school and be like, ah, here's my lunch. Right, but they won't give them their degree. They won't give them their degree. But what they have done is they've gone through grade school, high school, etc. with the stigma mm-hmm. yep. of having to accept the the charity mm-hmm. that is given yep. to them to keep them alive, yeah. right? Fucking- and all their vicious little fucking like savage friends or classmates at least have Fucking ripped him a new asshole for it, but, yeah. and it's well, that's totally unfair. I mean, yes, never, it, te- it teaches someone like how to deal with criticism, mm-hmm. but that is not the way to do it. That is not the appropriate way to do it. Yeah, I remember. I mean, listen, I worked with women and, and men, but mostly the women were the ones who expressed this to me when I was just out of college. I worked at a high school, and that county in in East Kentucky had free lunch, free free everything really, breakfast and lunch for all students. It wasn't even, a, there was no, there's no dollar, or, yeah, nothing. nothing, it didn't matter. Yeah. Because they realized like, you know, 80% of our kids, 70% of our kids are qualifying. So like, there's really no more point, yeah. right? Like we might as well just make it across the board. Right. And I remember some of the teachers who had grown up in that community telling me, you know, that they were so glad to see that happen because it wasn't that way when they were kids. And they would literally, the teachers, the adults in the room would separate the children who were on uh, assisted lunch on free meal, they would separate them. The kids who were paying would go first, and then mm. the other kids would go last. So everybody knew. Right. Mm. Everyone knew who was on assistance, and it. And I remember her saying, like she, like the the sheer embarrassment that she carried with her for her entire academic career, and it's just like I can't believe that like we systemically. How is that not violence? Well, and, like, and <laughs> you know, to use my psychology degree for a minute, <laughs> I mean, that creates the framework, right? Like, that creates a, a suggested framework and reinforces a societal framework that says, like, hmm, well, you know, like, their intention may have been, like, we can deal with them and we deal with these guys so we don't get it confused because we have to account for this pot right. of money, right? right? But what actually happened is, like, the people with the money get to go in first and you know like they're treated as special and your broke ass has to wait for them that's bull- that's horrible like, bullshit and like I, I, that's horrible i mean i don't know like I, when we were growing up who who did that sort of stuff like it was people that i fucking could not stand yeah, yeah. like on a fucking cellular level right? well, like, like ryan was saying earlier people do that because they have nothing else to contribute Right. So they, you know, they aggrandize the things that make them feel special while also aggrandizing the things that make other people look and feel small. Yeah. Because they have, they cannot, either through capacity or through education or whatever, cannot contribute anything else to the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah. Glad we solved the world's so- problems on <laughs> MGMT album I'm really, discussion. I'm really glad. This is a great conversation. Congratulations, guys. Yeah, this is a great conversation. It feels like we may have had a flash delirium there for a second. I was going to uh, say, I feel like this isn't your normal after-party vibe. Yeah, well, well, we, did we find the whistle? I don't know. I, uh, Sorry, I'm working through it. No, it's working. Whistle. I'm working through yeah. all the song titles. We found the dog whistle. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to just finish punning the uh, discussion we've done. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Wait, hold on, wait. Yeah, Silence, make it easier for you to cut. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I, I, I love the song. It's working. Um, I don't know if we can like put it yes, on. It's way. working. Unlike our system. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to understand that when he cuts out the last half hour of conversation. Good. What, what a fucking slap this is. Like, I, when this was the first song that came on, I was like, oh, it's going to be that kind of... I, all right. Like... It also feels like, to me, this song is like, um, because this kind of a, I don't know what you want to call it. There's definitely psychedelic elements in this yeah. record. And like, this song is like, you're starting the trip, and it feels like, I mean, you know, I have a little bit of experience with that stuff. Like, it does feel like it's working in the blood, and it builds, and it builds, and it builds, and it's like, it's pretty cool. I don't know. I, I know maybe that's an unsubtle metaphor, but... No, I, I, it's, it's really good. I mean, it didn't make my cut. Um, and that's primarily because I think the things that sat with me are the, the songs that like had the most change over time and this one is, I mean it consistently slaps, um, yeah, if I were to expand my cut by a track it would be this one, but also it's a low track number album so I, I always feel under pressure to like that, at least halfway the album. Is, is it harps, is this like a harps, is that a harpsichord? Yes. Right? Like, is it? The part coming up, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That, uh, to me, that's what it sounds like, yeah. Probably synthesizer. Oh, well, yeah, it's probably not a manual one, but like, yeah. yeah Who knows? I mean, you know, yeah. some of these old studios have some very interesting instruments. Yeah. Potentially. Them. Hopefully they didn't blow the budget on uh, I don't see, there's an Omnicord. Oh, that's close enough. Okay. It's, pro it's probably what it is. It's probably an Omnicord. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, because never... for the harpsichord slash Omnicord. I think like the, the whole thing about like, the, this is so unnecessarily technical, but the whole thing about a piano forte and a, and a harpsichord is a harpsichord has no sustain. Right, that's right. Right, it's, yeah. it's strike and as long as It's a very crisp sort yeah. of like, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Rebadged as the Q chord, still produced by uh, Suzuki. It, it's a, I also really like, um, yeah, I love the vocal harmonies in here too. That also is like kind of like the way that the vocals are is also what gave me like my first like, oh, arcade because you know, Arcade Fire does they that. They do that, yeah. Uh, when you, when you have to give all those people something. You've got Wynn Butler, but then you've got, like, you know, the, the high vocals, which are these. By the way, maybe maybe a popular opinion, but I'm not really a big fan of Arcade Fire after the suburbs. I'm very selective about, you know which album I love? I love Reflector. I and I'm the say, only person good. in the world who loves Reflector and who's, like, meh on Dude, everything else. I... That is the meh album for me. Where yeah, I told you started when, it for when me we, when we listened really? to Reflector. I told Jenny I was like, there was a lot of disappointment around this album, and she was like, I don't. It's get the it. only one I really love. That's funny, and because it, it kind of has more of a um, dancey kind of sound. Did they didn't they work with the LCD sound system? Yes, on that one? Mm -hmm. that's yeah. the one they produced. And, and that's one of the things I like about. And don't get me wrong, there are songs off of their earlier albums here and there that I like. And some of them I like a lot, but it's like one song. It's two songs on the album. Uh, Reflector is like front six. Back. No, I, there's a few on there that even <laughs> I will skip. I have a little like contrarian nature with the Arcade Fire because like like they definitely they like the, they were like the fucking it band for like, oh, I feel like yeah. so good. It was a little for too almost much. a decade. Yeah, it was a little for, like too so much. fucking long. Yeah. And like and like they got some good songs. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, they got sure. some good songs. When Butler started doing like sketch comedy and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah. Oh yeah, because they because oh, wow. they they. We're asked back to SNL so many times that like Wim Butler started like popping up in sketches and stuff, or like half of our King Fire would pop up in a sketch, and then he just started doing it when he wasn't on SNL. Like, yeah. So I did get to see them in Pittsburgh, and like, 
I want to say like 2012-ish. Uh, they played the um, the Penguins uh, Arena. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, arena? And, That's so crazy. Exactly. Yeah. I was just thinking the same yeah. thing. I was like, and it's nuts that a band like Arcade Fire would play an arena tour. The crazy uh, part of it was seeing Kid Koala open for them well, in get the arena. fuck out! Kid, okay, Kid Koala is like a really obscure turntablist. DJ turntablist from like what the late nineties it would have been. Yeah, very cool, very unique. Twenty fourteen. It was Dan Deacon, Kid Koala, and Arcade Fire. Dan Deacon played an an, an arena. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Koala. Uh, wow, that's cool. I mean, that's a that's a deep cut in my opinion. I didn't think he was that popular. I so not the first time I've got to see Kid Koala, but certainly the largest venue I got to see Kid yeah. Koala. Um, this song too was also like. It, it got a five from me. Um, I really, really like this one. As much as I like it's working and as much as I like Siberian Breaks. Like this one, I think, took a slightly longer amount of time to get there, but man, does it get stuck. And like, I have problems not whistling it sometimes. Yeah. Like that, this fucking little beat that he's got going on. Well, and also and like how, you know, at no point was I expecting to have like, the monster mash sound followed yeah, up yeah, yeah. shortly thereafter by like a Hawaiian sounding this slide guitar. Yeah. I did not this expect B- those two this, things. I was saying, right, this this song also has a little bit of the B fifty twos energy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Going back to I love look, this one. Going back to it's working. I just like listening to it now, like with the context of everything that we've been discussing. It does feel like a thesis statement, doesn't it? Yeah. Like it's almost them telling themselves like. It, it's working. Like whatever it is that we're doing, it's working. It's working. And I think, yeah, it's so interesting. Like, uh, there, I read something where he, was, I think he was talking about the meaning being like somewhat more literal than you might expect. Whereas, like, you know, like yeah, like we've done the drugs, but like really at the end of the day, like it, it's 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 kind of a, you know, it's a false equivalency. It's not the real thing. Um, you know. I feel like I've literally said it's working, like, mm-hmm. after yeah. taking whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Oh, hey, yeah. it's working, man. You feel but it? But yeah. yeah. I think yeah. the lyric it's... where it says, but you know it's not the same as love, I think that's right. what he's getting yeah. at. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like, it's a nice it's a nice placeholder, I guess. Well, and I think like, that's, again, like, going back to this theme of growth and, like, moving past, like, the youthful energy. Like, I think everyone gets to that point, hopefully, gets to that point in their life where they're like, yeah, listen, drugs are fun, but like, so is not feeling like shit on a Sunday morning. Right. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, you gotta move past yeah, that you, point. You gotta go. Yeah, that's right. So, again, off topic, five hundred bucks gets you a Q chord used through reverb. Thirty dollars gets you song cartridges like Lennon and McCarthy song classics, holiday song favorites, um, religious favorites. Is this um, for the? Look, Doug, it looks like a uh, it looks like a Nintendo like a Game Boy Advance cartridge. This is in use with the with the with the Q cord. <laughs> yeah, like I think they're using it again here too. Yeah, little... it's it's on a number. So the Omnicord is credited for a number of tracks on this album, like one, two, and five. So it's working. Song for Dan. Tracy and Flashly, or I'm sorry, I found a whistle. This, so this this song, uh, th- th- I, that part that we just came by, it's like so so beautiful, and then it ends in this is like weird, unexpected, like build build build, right? 
And I don't know anything about Dan Tracy, and I'm not prepared to talk about. It. I don't know television personalities. I don't. Yeah, no I know word. television. I know television, but not yeah, the same band. Not the same band, so I don't know. But I'm sure he's very cool. Um, I feel like yeah. I I don't know a lot about. I'm I'm gonna have to look it up. I feel like um, you know Andrew Van Wingarden feels about this Dan Tracy guy the same way I feel about Peter Green. It's like this guy who was a genius and like kind of like has lost his way a little bit, but it's like you know at the same time like was what a monster he was when he was at his peak, right? Yeah, it yeah. kind of feels that way to me, yeah. even though I don't. I need I need to actually read up on you know. I don't know anything about him. Yeah, yeah, don't know nothing about but him. But I recognize that that feeling. At He's least. I guess I they're I'm friends. Da- I was gonna say Dan Tracy's very young. Is he what? They're friends. Is Dan Tracy the Deaf Heaven no. drummer? Is that no, no, no? no. He's the, it's not spelled I that think way. T R E A. Yeah, he says. Um, we did a couple of tracks with him last fall in England, and now we kind of met up with him in London whenever, whenever we go, and he's written songs for lots of people. He likes writing about people, even though they're not usually people that I know, so this was just a song for him. The first, you know how like Google gives you like questions that people ask when you Google something? Yeah. The first question is, what happened to Dan Tracy? Jesus. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus Christ, this is grim. All right, he so spent this... some time in jail. He was in jail. Well, for he also time. had a blood clot removed from his brain, yeah. and apparently just kind of faded into obscurity after that. Wow. So, so this is a. Third, Glad he got a song. This one, by the way, uh, according to Genius, is, may tell the story of the rapture. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that Someone's biblical missing. event where people can go meet the Lord in the air, while others are left behind to die from the apocalypse. Basically, the song's protagonist just walks down some alley and feels like someone's missing. <laughs> All <laughs> this right. Is, this doesn't do it. This doesn't do it for me from a lyrical standpoint, but I do. Uh, I do appreciate the song. Like I, I do kind of catch myself listening to this one too. It's really. I like the second half a lot I was, better. I was gonna say, like we talked about, like uh, oh, Ryan just in particular, the, like ecstatic sort of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're getting here. Because yeah. Ryan, Ryan mentioned that a couple times, like about how a lot of these songs are like almost multi-tracks within and of themselves, right. and like this portion that we just entered right here is so great. This is the part that gets stuck in my head. Like, the part that gets stuck in my head is the very beginning. This bass line, the little, the yeah. little oh, step-down oh, yeah, no, bass line that this, they're yeah, that, that they're rocking. Um, yeah, this is, I put. Yeah, this was in my cut. I think I was. No, no. Also, very Beatles-esque in the baseline. Yeah. yeah, Beatles like just like yeah, like that rock, like just that like seventies disco. Yeah, that rockabilly kind of transitional. Yeah, yeah it's nice. So, have you guys watched any of the videos for any of these? No, no. I didn't even. So know I found, that I found a whistle has a pretty. Or no, I'm sorry. Um, Flash Delirium has a pretty intense video. Um, their video for Little Dark Age, the f- title track off of Little Dark Age. Oh yeah, that I watched, well we watched that in. Uh, it, uh, I love it. I think it's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, oh, hey, starring um, Conan Moccasin. What? Little Dark Age video. Hold on. Right? Yeah, I think he showed up in that. Yeah, he was in that. He's a very distinctive figure. <laughs> he, wa- he, he was. It's kind of a little complicated, but. Anyway, we can watch it, but um, does anyone else have anything else to say about this? This is going to be a two-parter, so this is fucking awesome. 
Yeah, you bring Chris in and it just goes. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Look, I love. I, I mean, I'm I love long it. Long as the tooth, great, as they say. No, hey, I, we, I think we had a great conversation. No, and, and I think like. Did we? Did we miss anything? Jesus Christ! I don't, I don't even think we did. I mean, we also addressed societal woes. I mean, so. hey, we solved the solved fucking yeah. <laughs> solved the world um, problems. I mean, I think it's been. I think it's been a lot of fun just all being in the same room, yeah. and having a conversation about it. Like yeah. I've. I mean, from the start of this thing, my whole point has been like. I love talking music with you two. Yeah. I love having a format to be able to do it. It's awesome that Chris came in and yeah. wasn't just like a fly on the wall for the thing. Like yeah. he was part of this. Yeah. And I think I'm physically incapable of doing that. I mean that's but that like it's it's love. just so good to kind of sit around and talk about this yeah. stuff with you all and, and just see where the conversation takes us. Yeah. And sometimes it's in wild directions and sometimes only one of us has like something really deep to say about an album and yeah. they kind of dominate it and we all kind of listen and weigh in where we can but I, like I, I, I think that it's uh, so cool to do I think for song. me for me like yeah doing live has mm. been awesome um, you know for me like I love the practice of in being intentional about like hey I'm gonna really dig on this like record for like two three weeks or whatever yeah. it is right I, 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 I really love that um, and like it defeats the algorithm bullshit. Do you know, like the algorithmically recommended, like, yeah, yeah. hey, if you like this, you're gonna well, like I never, this. I never pay attention You know, or whatever that shit is. Like, like this is just like, this is just like, hey, I want you guys to try this thing out. Yeah. I don't know if you'll like it. Maybe you won't. <laughs> Quite possibly you won't. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> Maybe like, you come you, away with it with one track. Yeah. And you're like, right. this one was alright. Yeah, this one was a keeper. Exactly. Right. You know, maybe it's uh, fucking you tonight, you know? Yeah. Featuring yeah. R. Kelly. This really, <laughs> I gotta say, like, the more I listen to this album, the more, it, like, I, I do really enjoy this album, and, like, I really did not expect to at all. <laughs> yeah, I think this is one that, like, I find myself, like, Oracular Spectacular was one that I was, like, that was thrust upon me, right? Like, you couldn't not listen I still to like that it. album. <laughs> but yeah. what I don't find is going back. I don't find myself going back. I'm not going that. back. If it comes on the radio, I'm like, okay, Sure, cool. this is great. Yeah, like, yeah. Or I hear it in a, you know, grocery store or something. Like, I'm fine. My kids really, really like kids. That's Sure. That makes kids a lot is a of fun sense. track. Yeah. yeah. They really, really like that song. But like, when I sit down to listen to MGMT, it's this album or like Little Dark Age, like, yeah. which yeah. for me is still pretty fresh because somehow I fucking missed that that even came out. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. this is the this is the spot. That this is I the sweet spot. To. This is the one. This is the one that's gonna age the best, I think. Yeah. And like, not to uh, be arrogant, I guess, but you know, I feel like in a year someone's gonna put one of these fucking songs in a movie or in a TV show, and it's gonna come back, and then you know, like I'll just feel like, yeah, I knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, it I'll, is. It is a very unique, you know, people talk about the sophomore, the curse of the sophomore album. Yeah. And I feel like this is the exact opposite. It's like their their debut album was a fluke. Yeah. Like something that happened <laughs> just because of like where they were in their life and like, like where the culture was, where where music was, right? Yeah, yeah. It seems like at least like listening to the little bit of um of their more recent album that we did earlier in the weekend. That like this is much more indicative of who they are. Yeah. 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 Little Dark Age does go probably a little bit more in the pop direction. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's but also more in the synth direction than like more this in the has synth a direction. Lot more, more in the synth direction of like the oracular for sure. Yeah. 
But um, all right, what? Okay, rating, rate it. I mean, so I'll start. It's 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 five stars for me. Like, there's songs that I like better or worse, but like I feel like as a kind of complete statement, it's really cool. Um, I play it the whole way through every time I listen to it. Um, even congratulations. I find congratulations to be a nice little coda, you know, and I love the, I love the clapping at the end. Like it's like it's as if they were playing like like because it's not like uh, an audience clapping. It's like five or six people going like this, and like to get back to this like the seven people, right? Yeah. It's those seven people at the end. Yeah. yeah I yeah. feel like I'm one of them. Going, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> So yeah, five stars for me. Yeah, tell me you wanna go ahead. Yeah, uh, mathematically, the whole album in its entirety, including the songs that like, I, you know, a handful that I, I would skip, admittedly, um, comes out to a 3.6 mathematically, but, 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 those four songs on my cut, like, those are exclusively five star songs and Lady Dada's Nightmares number is a four, so that's a 4.75 mathematically for my cut. Okay. And, and in my heart, this is a five-star album because, you know, I can, I despite the fact that like some of them are misses, you know, this album was so, I think one of the things that struck me about it was how bipolar it seemed in such, in the way that like, I'm having a hard time thinking of another album where the spread was like so big. It was like, hand, you know, half songs I love intensely and half songs that I'm just like, oh, there's a, there's a gap here. Um, normally it's like more of like a middle range, but man, it, it's 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 really in my heart. It's a five star album. It really is. Math math me damned. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is some amazing work. You know, even some, though even though it's half of the album that's amazing work, it's still amazing work. Sometimes really sometimes it. it's hard to quantify. I know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I I mean for me, I, I probably like this is maybe more in the four and a half range. Like, it's not every track is something that draws me in not every track is something that makes me want to continue to listen to it um, but the majority of the album are tracks that i genuinely enjoy whether i came into it wanting to hear the track or just decided to stick around and yeah like this is this is the sweet spot for mgmt for me and yeah it's just it's not five star because in my head, like a five star is like, I can randomize this album and every track that comes on is gonna make me like, wanna stick around for more of it. And there's definitely a couple that I'm like, eh, we can cut this out. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, Man, like I'm, four and a half. I'm so glad that you picked this one. I mean, to say that for a fourth time, but I'm also so glad that like they had the the balls to just make it because you know before yeah. this, yeah. before you made me listen to it, MGMT was just that band who I heard too much of, Whoa. you know, back in the day. And I showed you, I showed you the Oracular Spectacular and, album cover, yeah. and it's like, oh, that is. And the, I just roll my. Those are the yeah. avatars of who we think they are. Right, but, right, right. But now yeah. I can, I can you know, honestly say, like, dude's a genius. That just wasn't his genius. Work. And <laughs> yeah. I'm so yeah. glad that, like, yeah. I have that. Because, you know, I feel bad, like, writing off people that have good work I just don't know about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you grow, like, I think for me the sign of, like, a, a great album is, like, you grow with the album. Like, like there are songs I liked when I was first listening to it yeah. over time that I've, like, 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 I found a whistle for me. I know it's, like, pretty, like, the lyrically, it's, there's just not much there. 
There's just something about this weird, crazy build with the fucking musical saw slash theremin, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. And just kind of angelic. Just yeah, like it's just like, and, and so, you know, you kind of fade in and out with like the different songs that you like and, um, um, yeah. Or I guess to maybe like put it in a more succinct sentence, I think it would have been tragic if all I ever knew of them was electric feel. You know, I think that right. would have been a tragedy. Right. That's now been averted. Well right on, right on. Okay, Chris? Uh, I, you know, I don't tend to lean towards ratings. I'll, I'll give it a four out of five just because I think I have some issues with it. But I will say like, experientially, it's been a really long time since I've done something like this where I've sat down and like really considered something so seriously for my own sake. Yeah. Um, especially musically, because I, you know, in the last couple of years, I, I will admit to having skewed much harder towards uh, podcasts and audiobooks, the music. Most of the time, if you pluck an ear a earbud out of my ear, what you're gonna hear is someone speaking. Yeah. Um, so it is really nice to like really delve deep and like there's just like little things that I'm reminded that I really appreciate when I listen to an album all the way through, like the little artifacts of this of the session. Like for example, like discovering like oh they must have just like found this instrument and like <laughs> liked the way it sounded and like used it several right, times. Like right. and like it might have been the final little touch that like really finished a song for them. Um, and just like all those considerations that you don't really get when you listen to either a single or you only listen to an album once. And that to to finish my point here, you know, Jenny is somebody who is very much in that camp of like if we were still in the era of listening to records, she would wear the grooves out of them because she just listens to things over and over and over again. And when I tell people that, like, it is often met with horror. <laughs> of, like, of, like, why are you letting yourself be tortured in this manner? But, like, it's really not. Like, there is something to be said about repetition and, and, and return because it, it, it does expose and it, and it presents new things. And I think, like, going back to the experiential aspect of this for me, listening to the album over and over again even though I maybe didn't reach the, the minimum requirement to be <laughs> no, I think on the show it is you know I think the more I listen to it and this is a bit of a trick of, of psychology like the more I listen to it the more I appreciate it because I'm building those neural pathways right. that are rewarding me for recognizing the next turn in the in the melody but it, yeah it's just been great fun and, and as you all alluded to you know I don't get a chance to sit in when you're doing this digitally, but it's it's always a great time to sit down and have a serious conversation about something as frivolous as, as, as sounds as on a an album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, no doubt. Okay, so, yeah. Well. So thanks so much for having me. I guess. Yeah, thanks, no, of course. Thanks no, for being part of it. This is awesome. Um, all right, I'm gonna stop recording. Um, who knows when we'll do this next time? Well, oh, yeah. hold on a second. Before you stop recording, doesn't yeah. someone have to introduce the next? Uh, so we the are next album. Yeah, geez, thank you, music. thank you. Can you step in as a producer? Uh, <laughs> geez, I mean, it's it's a little late for me to. Who, yeah, who's who's? It's it's right. It's your turn. Is it my turn? It's Immortal Techniques debut album. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not prepared I, for I, this. Did I tell you I met him? I did not. I met him like a, yeah, Felipe. Uh, he was he went to high school with a friend though. He seems intense as shit. He uh, was an asshole when I met yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about I'm right. I'm not gonna hold it against him because he's got some good songs. But he, I already loved Peruvian. him. Uh, yeah, I know. I already loved him because he was a Peruvian American who was like the greatest rapper I'd ever heard of, and like yeah. talked about communism I don't and think like you have to cheese now, armed rebellion. Yeah, I don't. I think you can. Take I'm it. not. I'm not prepared to choose. That's like, fine. there's a band that's in my head. 
Um, oh, because give us, of one give us of the a little shows. Tease. Give us a little tease. I was I was <laughs> thinking about. I don't know, the best part is so. So the complicated component of choosing what I'm thinking is that I don't really know how to pronounce their name, <laughs> even though it's um, it's three very clear letters. Um, and Toy. Yeah, and if we did the album, none of us could say what the name of the tracks were because they're like ninety percent Japanese. That's, that's okay. It's your it's your world, dude. Um, <laughs> I think there's like kanji like there's like kanji translators online. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to put in that work if we do this. But <laughs> so my thought is to do um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say toy um, yeah. toys for long tomorrow. Uh, which is a 2009 album. It's in the like math rock, post rock world. Japanese band. Um, yeah, okay. they, like there are pieces of Kikagaku Moyo that like reminded me how good the album was. Um, it's a little battles, but maybe a little bit more um, controlled. Yeah, I think I it'll like, be I fun. Like, I mean, I like battles. Yeah, wouldn't it be hilarious if? It turns out that the English translation of all the tracks are like foot related. Oh, that'd be great. Like, you know, heel, corn, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I just want to that. So, like, so the English yeah, translations yeah, are like, uh, everything is here. It can be said that nothing is here too. Uh, esoteric, two moons. Uh, can't hear mosquito anymore, number one and two. Um, it's, it's about 50 minutes in length. 13 tracks. I think you'll really enjoy it. Cool. Um, awesome. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Toei. Toei's For Long Tomorrow. All right. Their this second full-length album. This is a perfect... This sounds perfect, almost like our outro music. Yeah. It, it's a perfect fade-out. Absolutely. So, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. You got a gun, Lily? Or will you...